0: big foamy head the seven year itch
1: show this is our not our seventh show but our seventh the actual anniversary of the original broadcast of big foamy head seven years ago in rick's backyard and 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 jake robinson celebrity podcast guest is with us today
2: Mm, thank you
1: yeah so Jake, I must have missed his show. What's the show? <laughs> Tell him about your show, Jake.
2: Um, me and a buddy of mine were watching the Olympics, and you guys heard of this new rev- uh, NBC show, Revolution, Where the Power Goes Off and Never Comes Back On? Yeah. Okay. The, so- the show kind of sucks, <laughs> but we didn't know that at the time, and we thought, wow, that probably was caused by an electromagnetic pulse. So all you nerd heads out there, we thought that would be a fun show to do. A fan cast broadcast podcast on and talk about emp and solar uh weather that sort of thing so we review the show and we also talk about how the world can end in real life not too close yeah yeah blow, blowing up <clears throat> Jake's used to cheap microphones so so anyway we, we're these weird kind of guys that do prepping that kind of thing you know, oh preppers yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you know
0: electromagnetic so you pulse. got a basement full of dry goods
2: uh yeah I can <laughs> I do a lot of pr- uh, dry, yeah. I dry I just canned up about uh ten about twelve quarts of authentic curry sauce I made from scratch oh well that's a hell
1: of a nice thing to have when you're uh, yeah contemplating the end of the world
2: at the end, the end of the world yeah. Sure. Yeah. at the end of the world you need to really have some comfort food you know yeah so, anyway I,
1: and I assume that along with that curry you stocked up on toilet paper for the inevitable
2: I don't have toilet paper really. Uh, not a lot. I mean, I have You're some. You're really roughing it. There, I have aren't some you? toilet paper. But How many goats and chickens do you have? I don't have any yet. I do have bees. I keep bees. I've got 300 square foot um, garden, you know, square foot raised bed garden. I uh, do a ton of canning, dehydrating. Also, uh, you know, store water. Yeah. <laughs> the st- I, I told him about
1: our bullets. I, I told him about our uh, our uh, friend Johnny Max who also right. does a ton of uh, – well, he's got like 50 different podcasts, and he's gone from – we knew him when he was just a, an award-winning brewer and, or a home brewer, and now he's running a brewery, and, and everything's self-sustaining and – Self-reliant. Yeah.
2: Self-reliant. He's <clears throat> really hugely into it. Well, my co-host is an engineer, and he's a real technoid, so he, he knows how to build a Faraday cage that actually works, those kind of things. But he's really – uh put off by the hollywood-esque of what they do to you know it's not they jump the shark and they use all kind of cockamamie ideas about what caused the power to go off so he's threatening a boycott next year and not and not and i'm not sure he wants to follow through with the show so we may shut it down
1: yeah because that'll that'll teach them that'll teach the network
2: well, I mean, it's like his idea is why do we want to spend an hour talking about a crappy show when we could probably do something in prepping, you know, real life. <clears throat> so in the meantime, I'm I'm about to launch a new podcast, which is based around learning new skills, pod, uh, prepping skills. I'm going to review a skill each week. There's a website out there called 13skills.com where you can go online and. And it's a goal-setting type of thing. You learn new skills, and you can connect with other people that know how to raise chickens or goats or whatever.
1: So you can get help learning your new skills. Yeah.
2: So I'm thinking about doing a podcast where i actually review the skills on a weekly basis and provide resources
1: see mike mike and rick should and chris should get on there and uh teach people how to uh brew beer because that is one of the skills on the list it it needs to be a skill because Mm -hmm. when all the water turns to shit you're gonna have to boil it and turn it into something palatable which is beer right
2: yeah if you go to the 30th 13skills.com, there's a list of about know, 170 different skills, but brewing, yeah. home brewing, and I think making mead is another skill.
3: And Rick, didn't yeah, you Johnny, Johnny Max is doing a lot with mead. Yeah. Matter of fact, I, I think he was about to open up a meadery or maybe he got off that and opened up the brewery instead but i know he was making a ton of mead there for a while well
0: rick, the federales interrupted that so huh. you know oh, you really? can't have like a brewery and a meadery in the same building some some there's some crazy stuff
4: Really?
1: So, was yeah a legal ruling is that local well, man. local or federal or what
0: i B- think a- it's federal law
1: batf stuff rick i know you judged a mead contest before right
0: I was a steward at a mead contest. It was the oh, it was kind of like uh, the they they stopped doing it. Now it's called the Maser Cup. But it's a similar concept. I mean, uh you know, basically they have all the national meaderies come together and they do their thing. So
2: I imagine yeah. you could have a lot of different varieties, tasting varieties of mead just like beer just because every honey tastes different. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, every, the
0: quality of the honey, and you can also put uh, adjuncts into it, you know, like yeah. chilies. Different, different yeast. We have, different were beer. at the
1: World Beer Cup. We had that cinnamon mead. That was pretty tasty. Good stuff.
3: Rick, have you ever made a mead?
0: I have not. I bought all the honey and then uh, just kind of <laughs> forgot to do it. <laughs> did,
2: you eat, did you eat the honey?
0: Yeah, yeah. We've been, you know, that stuff uh, sticks around for years, so.
2: Yeah, it, never uh, goes it doesn't that. go bad.
0: Yeah, it doesn't go bad.
2: So how much honey did you purchase?
0: I don't know. It was a big old bottle. It was at least ten pounds.
2: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: You know what? I'm not that. a big fan. I, I you don't like
2: honey? We,
0: yeah, I'm not a huge fan of mead. I just uh, I yeah, tried
3: me mead or me honey neither. I've drinking. I've drank two or three and uh, tried two or three and it hadn't been impressed with any of them. They're real. They're just like too alcoholic or whatever. Well, they're yeah, know? and
1: they're real to me. They're real thick kind of cloying and and stuff but it's like a wine but it's yeah it's so sweet you know it's made with honey of course i think if you're yeah there's that (laughs) (laughs) perhaps that's what it is you should get some of that sour honey (laughs) yeah yeah what kind of bees really bitter bees pissed off like, bees you like go out Africanized and tell bees. them how they're never going to succeed or amount to anything and they make this really shitty honey and that's how you make a more hopped up version of me
2: well there was some honey uh <laughs> that came out of france or somewhere that came out blue and purple and different colors oh. and they figured out that the bees had found the vat where the m&ms were throwing their old candy out the back in a big vat oh and they were getting the food color from the candy and making wow. honey so
1: that's now i like to see that leave, leave All right. to so, up. So, <laughs> so we gotta we gotta go down and what what are we drinking now uh i i jake and i are enjoying a lost abbey from uh, uh it's the lost and found ale uh from the lost abbey and that's our uh port brewing company and tommy arthur and, and of course it's great and this is the entry level lost Abbey beer which in and jake we didn't mention this but uh he uh suffers for the from the crippling disease of beer tardation
2: yeah i, I may mean, am a retard but on a scale of thumbs up or thumbs down i will give it a thumbs up
1: okay well that's <laughs> that's a pretty small scale there yeah
2: it's so, a yeah, so win or lose 50 but, 50 chance there yeah well, I can't tell you what the bouquet smells like, so. Well, it's, as long as it doesn't smell like ass, you're okay. So, no, it's
1: good. It's, 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 it's a great beer. It's an entry-level Belgian style that, that's got, um, you know, real. it's not, not hopped at all. It's got the typical Belgian flavors. It's a real good, to me, this is a baseline of when you say a Belgian style beer. And this one was brewed with raisins which sometimes can go nasty on you but this is a good one what are you guys drinking
0: i am drinking a stone enjoy by O eight O two Thirteen ipa it's a 9.4 alcohol by volume and uh it's a very hoppy sucker i've been looking for these for a while never find them on the in the liquor store and then uh I was actually looking for a ruined 10 haven't been able to get one of those and dick you were telling us an interesting story about your ruined 10
1: yeah i i, had ruined a, it, I was told i had a ruined 10 <laughs> you ruined it i did i ruined my ruined 10 it was yeah, I, I i'd i been out on the lake with a bunch of friends and then we get back and we start pulling out beers and somehow my ruined 10 that i was saving got pulled out and and we drank it. I have absolute no recollection of it. I can't, give you, I can't tell you anything. I, I, I got no recollection.
0: You see, I enjoy that. I like that story better than uh, if you would loved it and, you know, it was a nice hobby beer, blah, blah, blah.
1: I have no opinion.
0: I love the fact that you had it, you saved it, you drank it, you didn't even remember it.
3: <laughs> I know. I screwed myself. You, know you might but... have even gone to jail and you don't even remember that.
2: True. Is it true then that you would try it again? I would most definitely drink this beer again.
0: <laughs> now, Mike, I, I would have you it again for the a first time on tap at the, uh, the Saucer, right?
3: Yeah, I had one at the Saucer. It's delicious. It was very, very good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah,
1: you were sending reports in about that when you were having it, and it's. Uh, it, it, I mean, it just sounds great. It's Stone yeah. beer. We like Stone, and we love the ruination, Nation. So you know, this is an amped up Ruin Nation. So what could, is, what could be better? What does Stone have to do with beer then? Stone brewing. They're they're uh oh the the company, yeah. They're the at
2: brewery. Escondido. But they're not using right. stones. <laughs> they do not
1: use stones. No stones are harmed in the production of any okay. of their beers. I
2: thought maybe it was ground with the wheat. With no, the it's just certain. Okay, I
1: you know do you know why they're called stone brewing? I don't. They
2: grind, uh, they grind their hops with stones.
1: I had my stone shirt on yesterday.
0: No You know what? I don't know. I don't know. You either. know, I've I've met Greg uh, many many times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're never so bothered to ask that. him. Why'd you name your company Stone?
1: Yeah, we usually we usually look up. We either our our motto is we either look up facts or we make them up. How, you know, how are you going to know? All right, here's a right. second screen opportunity. While you're listening, Google and find out what, what uh, Stone means and report back. Okay, what are you drinking, Mike?
3: We're drinking the uh, New Belgian uh, Rampant. It's an Imperial IPA um very very good uh it pours a uh it pours a copper color with a good a good foamy head on it and uh man when you when you put this thing up to your nose and take that first sip you get a really good aromatic lemony citrus uh a little bit of floral hop aroma and uh the taste it, it matches the aroma it is really really good i'm impressed it was awesome uh it kind of got a little warming due to alcohol uh but very very good and and it's and it doesn't linger a lot i like a uh an ipa that doesn't just hang around in the back of your throat it finishes really really quick uh very good what do you think about it i agree totally with it it's, it is a i was impressed it's a lot better than the uh, you drink a lot of the Ranger. Yeah, the Ranger. Yeah, it reminds
1: yeah, me a a lot great, it, of those. Ranger's are a very nice IPA. Got a lot of citrus. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's got a lot of citrus and a little floral, a little floral hop action going on. Yeah. Really, really good. Well, uh, you did, know, did you say it, the ABU on it? it? 8.5. Okay. And uh, it's IBU uh, 85. Uh, the hops they use is Mosaic, uh, Calypso, and Centennial. Uh, malts are pale black. Uh, let's see what else they say about it. Pale
1: black. Burly.
3: That's what it says. Is it dark?
1: Uh, It says copper color.
3: It's not dark. It's copper color. I don't understand that. Malts pale black. Kind of weird. Uh but it says, uh, a burly and bitter Imperial IPA rampant pours a pure copper and carries the sheen of a rightly hot beer. The mosaic and calypso hops bring stone fruit to the front seat and the addition of centennial nods towards citrus for a well rounded aroma. So I think it's right on. Yeah. and We forgot
1: forgot to mention that Chris uh, Chris is here on the show in the background manning the refrigerator.
3: He's our North Atlantic Islander.
1: That's right.
3: (laughs) That's right. Don't forget it.
1: Well, Rick and I, uh, Rick and Jake and I warmed up with a dogfish, 90, a classic, always always a good bear, always a good bear.
0: Our good friends from uh, Delaware.
1: That's right. Who are, I think they heard, they felt the bitter poisonous hate ray emanating from the lower left corner of Tennessee, courtesy of Mike bond. They gave in and they're coming back to Tennessee. So that's good. Go dogfish head for whatever the hell marketing or business decision made you pull out. And now you're putting it back in. So it's like, uh, it's kind of like your old girlfriends, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like an old girlfriend exactly who realizes like that. she remembers, she remembers what it was like and she wants it back. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, or you want it back, one or the other. Or she doesn't remember what it's like. It's been so
2: long that she's willing to take another chance. That's
1: right. Oh, yeah. I think you were nice. Sure, come on over.
2: Now I remember. Remember
0: the good times we had together?
1: That's right. We did. (laughs) I'm sorry I was stalking you. Yeah. so anyway (laughs) they're coming back that's good news and there's breweries popping
2: up everywhere
0: do uh restraining orders have a a time lapse on them i mean do they expire after a certain period of time
2: statute of limitations there you go yeah you got me i and
1: who who amongst us has experience with those uh with restraining orders mike (laughs) (laughs) just putting it out there
3: yeah, dogfish, uh, dogfish has one against me.
2: Yeah, they probably do.
0: <laughs> Mike has been stalking them.
2: Yeah. So, so what did he do? Did he rip him a good one or what?
1: Oh, that's putting him mildly. Yeah, he's he's. They he, left him. Yeah, they left him. It, it, you know, it's like think of your worst breakup where you were hating hating that girl more than anything, and uh it's like that Like it's by not 10. me, it's
0: you. Yeah, it's not me, yeah. it's you.
1: That's right. Mike is
2: pissed. <laughs> well, how did they leave him? You mean they actually moved? Well, they pulled out of Tennessee,
1: and what, what was it, Mike? Like five other, four or five other states. They pulled out. They said, well, we aren't doing our best, so we're going to pull out of these states. But the irony of this was they pulled out of Tennessee, yet remained
2: above us in Kentucky and below us in Georgia. Did they think we weren't, that you weren't, they weren't selling enough in Tennessee, or?
1: ah, you know, you can ask five people and get five different answers. But it wasn't just here. I think it was in North Carolina, one of the Carolinas they pulled out, and a couple other places. And so now they just announced they're coming back to Tennessee. I don't know if they're going anywhere else.
3: Well, Dick, I think a lot of it's got to do with it's very expensive to operate in Tennessee.
4: Oh, um, without a doubt. That that played
3: that played a major part in in their decision to pull out.
2: I, and I now agree
1: probably, with you. I think it's one of the reasons. Okay, but, but they're yeah. coming back. Yeah, the tax is it, ridiculous.
2: As a beer tard, explain how it's cheaper in one state than another. Well, what are the What are the variables?
3: It's the excise taxes that they impart on these brewers, and then the state taxes and all that, and. Uh, when you bring beer into Tennessee, you you've got to pay some pretty high taxes. Tennessee uh, has state, the, state taxes. Yeah.
1: They have the
2: highest beer tax but of all, all. 50 fifty. But states. every other beer would have to do that too, unless yeah, they, they were all rude yeah.
3: here, right?
1: Yeah,
2: but, no, they all have to pay it. <laughs> Even ya- Yazoo. There is there is a beer
1: tax on. If you looked, if you were to look at a bill in a restaurant, you would see, and if you were to break it down some restaurants show this, that they show an additional beer tax on top of it. I think I did see that. Yeah. It pissed me it, off. It, you say if you order wine or liquor, you pay less tax. You still, still high, but Tennessee is the highest in the And uh, it, it dates way back to when supposedly one of the governor's owned a brewery or distributor shop or Daniels something. Daniels probably had something to do with that. Probably so. They've been pissing off people around here just this past month. Oh, with the, with now, the, Dick...
3: You know, Dick, they just changed that law. Uh, these tax laws. So, well, I, I, uh, I think they
1: put them on. They they haven't changed it, yet because they haven't gone back in session. But they did suspend it. You're right. Right.
3: The, yeah, and it's and, it's going to happen. Uh, that's why I believe that's why dogfish heads coming back It's because now it's not going to be as expensive to operate.
1: Well, yeah, and I think there's mo mm-hmm. there is a definite change going on in Tennessee, and this is just one of those things where you know we have bitched for wait for it seven years um (laughs) about about how memphis when we were all in memphis when it was the darfur of the beer world because you can get shit in there and we were all starving for beer and it we blame taxes we blame this that and the other okay so since that time right uh rick has moved to Denver and discovered what a real beer town is all about and all of uh, the bounty that it has to offer, and and now with legal weed, it's just you know all bets are off. He will never come back. Uh, the, uh, and then I moved to Nashville and there's a huge craft beer community and breweries, et cetera. And even though I'm still in Tennessee, it's just a different climate, but even in Memphis, there is a shift and there's a lot more activity. So as a whole, and I don't think it's just the state. I think it is the U S that people are wanting more and better and what we're getting is, uh, you know, within Tennessee. And Mike and and Chris and and Rick and I, we exchange all these things. Of course, Rick doesn't really have anything to report because there are so many breweries. And you throw a rock and it bounces off of two breweries and hits a third uh, out where he is. But in Memphis, you've got a couple of breweries uh, ramping up. You've got, since we we began our show, uh, Doc Memphis has seen Ghost River brewery start grow and and blow up and just so you know how how good i was in booyah's in collierville the other day when i was in town uh for work and and booyah's is is a bar that we'd go to in collierville because it has good beers on tap right and so i said well where's your where's your ghost river they said we don't have any on tap i said what the hell you know i immediately suspected you know with some of the 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 goings-on that they 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 were taking it out or whatever the big the big beer guys she said no uh they are so popular now we're on a waiting list they wow. they have they cannot keep up with demand hmm. and we have been to that brewery it's not a little brewery so that speaks well of of the local uh, and then Mike Lee, Mike, Mike has like kept us up to the minute reports. He's uh, he was the uh, craft beer guru go to guy in Memphis, and he started a brewery, and it's online. and Are, are they in stores now, Mike?
3: They're they're in restaurants. restaurants. All they're doing is keg beer.
1: Okay, so so yeah, even in, even in Memphis, the darfur of Tennessee for beer, it's there is a craft beer scene emerging in Nashville. It's blowing up. We uh, just had our latest um, tap room open, tap room and growler fill, and they just opened. They've got like thirty something beers on tap, and uh, it's everywhere. And we've got like eight or nine breweries. Murfreesboro has two. Really, I, think. I didn't know that. Yeah, Maytag. Yeah, let me tell you about where you live.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dick. Hey, Dick. We've got four getting ready to pop open. Uh, Two are already open in Mississippi along with Lazy Magnolia. That makes three, and then there's going to be two more. Uh, One not too far from here, Water Valley, just south of Oxford.
1: Well, And and Um, also Alabama. uh, Alabama's popping up. So I guess the, the short version of that is, in the seven years we've been doing this, the number of breweries, and et cetera, and
2: availability of craft beer everywhere has just blown up, even here. Well, I don't know <clears throat> if it's based on lobbying, but the state of Tennessee legislature is really pushing to make Tennessee one of the most business-friendly states around, which means... They're going to reduce taxes on business. They're getting rid of lots of regulations. They almost passed the wine and uh, gr- grocery stores. Which they're, 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 And, and that so that's happen. a good example. That's yeah.
1: a good example. That's something that will really open up, and, and we'll get more here. But, but, it's, but it's not just Tennessee. It's the rest of the country. And you know what I, I found? This is the funniest damn thing, and, and we should post this link on the website. Mike sent this. I thought, this is the greatest thing. He sent around... The, the 35 shittiest beers ever. Uh, and, and and what it is, is this guy. And I, I, I read it this where it's was like, that's the funniest thing I've read. It starts and it just works this way. So apparently, uh, and then remember, it's one guy's opinion. Is but it still, craft
2: beers or man No, beers? no.
1: These like are my like football beer, copyright good beer show, Jeffrey T. Um, they. Uh, <laughs> the the uh the the
2: mainstream beers so like the absolute- Wiedemann. is weedeman on the list weedeman didn't make the cut i used that, to buy well, that Wiedemann stuff for a dollar make- i used to buy that stuff nope. for like well, six pack I, in a dollar okay, 99 well college and,
1: and to that point okay the worst beer in america according to this guy is keystone oh really not like keystone <laughs> keystone light was like
3: midway hey guys Hey, guys, I went, I, went, I went to college up at Tennessee Tech up in Cookville, Tennessee, and that's what we drank all my college career was Weedemann. We can buy that stuff. That's. For, we can buy it for 350 a case up there back, yep. back then.
2: Yeah. When did you go? Man. What now? When did you go to Tennessee Tech? Uh,
3: I graduated in 79 uh, high school, so 80, 80 and
1: on. All right, so
2: I don't know if you know one of my good friends, Jeff Jackson.
1: No, I don't know Jeff Jackson. Because there was only 30 people in the graduating class. Well, there was two Jeff Jacksons in in Cookville. (laughs) It's a log cabin.
2: There were two Jeff Jacksons (laughs) in Cookville. I didn't know this, and I called a a buddy of mine and said, have you heard from Jeff Jackson? Well, he died in a fire. I thought he was dead, and about four years later, he called me one day. I I was excited. Oh, wait,
1: so so a dead guy called you?
2: Yeah, I thought he was dead. (laughs) I I literally was jumping for joy. I was so, so glad he was alive anyway as i'm sure he was too he drank a lot of Weedman too okay so yeah way to tie it back to beer <laughs> well, he, took me to, he took me to a lot of frat parties okay. at tennessee okay. tech sure. and it was about hey, that mike? time mike, yeah
0: i got something to read you here it's on the uh dogfish head website it says thanks for hanging in there mike bond
4: <laughs> it <laughs> said in uh 2011
0: we made the difficult decision to scale back dogfish heads distribution with heavy heart we stopped sending beer to mike bond <sighs> It wasn't our goal to upset Dogfish Head fans and Mike Bond, but with demand so far in front of supply, we just couldn't brew enough beer. So that was it, man. They were they were just sold out.
1: It was say that's really nice of them to single
0: Mike out. I it is. I know. mean, they're they're trying to make amends. They so are. Good.
3: So did Mike couldn't, Mike, have, Mike? couldn't they have said Mister Bond instead of Mike Bond? But you know what? I find the Deviant Dale's pretty damn good beer. And it I, I that beer
0: yes that's on my rotation man
3: yeah and the avery the avery beers the ipas they have i mean god you can't beat i mean there are so many good beers out there well there, Everybody, there
1: are but it's one of them and and especially
2: uh, the thing i missed most about dogfish head was the dogfish 90 we have a history with it well did mike mike did you like do a review or something that get published on the web and criticize the hell out of them or what
1: that could be it maybe you pissed them off mike
3: I made one of those little videos uh, oh, with the little okay. stick figures that that do that. I made a little funny video and you put it out did. there. I don't know. Okay, I think it got eight eight views or something need like to that.
2: You just send us a link. Oh, so they wa- they were one of the eight them. It was probably all eight. They probably yeah. had a Google alert. <laughs> <Okay>. on <laughs> <laughs> They were watching. Hey, it. Dick,
3: Rick, Dick, Rick, Chris, and all them. They watched it. You know, yeah. that
1: was all eight. Okay, now it's only four. And, and the other four time. were dogfish heads. Okay.
0: So on the web these days that's a pretty good uh, hit count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, at least eight, right? That's right. So,
1: yeah. Mike's a YouTube video star. All right. So we're about to crack our second beer. Mm, I'm still, still working on my first. Well you have a bomber all to yourself.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah.
2: I do have a video that a YouTube video that has over seven hundred thousand views. Really? Yeah. What is it? Thirty One seconds. Thing. It's thirty seconds on how you can extend the life yeah. of your uh, razor by really? strip, yeah, by stripping it on a pair of blue jeans, you can take those expensive razors and make them last, you know, a couple months. Well, yeah, they my like that. straight razors, or no, just or, your regular, yeah. your regular Gillette, you know, your four. I never thought of those as expensive. Really, when's the last time you bought a right? Well, you don't look like you saved.
0: I did, this they're kind morning. of pricey, yeah.
1: I just they're very expensive.
3: Well, I thought they're like four. Hey, have five. y'all seen, have Wait, y'all seen that posted. dollar shake club? Yes, seen what
2: dollar Club. Yeah. i've heard of it i've heard of my advertise i haven't checked them out yet though
3: there are some guys that i go to a website it's a sports website and they all talk about it and a lot of them are using it now and they brag on it they really like it
2: is it a what straight is it? is it a straight razor no, no it's uh disposable
3: or whatever you
2: you've got a couple of tears right yeah all what,
3: different
1: kinds.
2: what's 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 the deal on it? it's just low cost because you're buying it through the internet.
3: Yeah. Yeah, real low cost. Real low cost. Ships right to your door. Yeah. Interesting. And don't they use uh
1: kit women? All right, so wait a minute. Jake's gonna have our second beer, and I just want to get a blow by blow report because this is a good one. Uh this is the Heavy Seas Uncharted Waters twenty thirteen, Belgian style Abbey Ale, aged in brandy barrels. Very rich and complex, brewed with uh, Belgian Abbey, uh yeast candy sucre. And unique crystal malt, so it doesn't really give an accurate grain bill. But uh, I took one drink, and it's like, well, that's different. So okay, so give us a blow by blow. Of what's well, the, your the
2: bouquet smells sweet. Okay, and he is drinking this from a, a the styrofoam,
1: styrofoam cup. The
2: styrofoam cup actually adds to the taste. Aged it, in styrofoam. <laughs> it rebounds the taste, I guess. Man, mm, it's it's, a, it's got a sweet taste to it can you taste brandy barrel man it's nice you can taste the barrel age it's almost what is
0: it again what's the brand it's
1: it's called holy sheet uh i picked this up in (laughs) oglethorpe georgia i haven't looked it up or anything if you're on a computer feel free to look it up
2: Uh, i would say when you taste it if you had your eyes closed it has a, a has a has a brandy, uh, uh, a brandyish
1: taste. Yeah, you can taste some alcohol in it. It's. I like this, man, because we're we we're we've been a big fan of barrel aged, but I haven't had a brandy barrel aged one. This is really nice.
3: There's no
1: there's no aftertaste. But there, we're sticking with the Belgian theme here, so it's got a lot of the Belgian notes, but the uh, the the brandy is uh, kind of prevalent in it. Very good. I hear, I hear Mike and Chris rumbling around there failing to meet Bear Tard gives two thumbs up Yeah, we gotta take a break
0: anytime oh, We're trying to we find should. a power cord we right, While, while they're
1: doing their uh, technical duties here's an as-yet-to-be-named uh, musical interlude We'll be right back I believe ZZ Top, fool for your stockings, from early ZZ Top, DeGuello, or DeGuello, not sure. Being of the non-Hispanic descent, I'm not sure how to say it right. All right, Rick, describe yes, the, the. Uh, now that was the last night we were there, too, right?
0: Right, well, uh, we wimped out on Sunday. Actually, we had a much better plan for Sunday, but uh, we did do Memphis and May this year. There was uh, mm-hmm. We manned up and did it.
2: We did. Had a room well, downtown. What month is that in? Uh, that would be it's May. May. <laughs>
0: <laughs> First week in May. It's probably the rainiest time in Memphis ever. Yeah, it and is. It was cold and wet and uh, fairly miserable, but we had our boots and we had our ponchos and we were good to go. We had we our were, beer.
1: We were prepped. We were totally prepped and ready, and we had a room downtown. We This was, and Rick, you tell me if I'm lying, this was the most ready for Memphis in May we have ever been. But we neglected one factor. We're older. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our feet hurt. You know? <laughs> Our feet,
1: it was like somebody took a damn baseball. I mean, we were like shopping for boots in Walmart. And we had, we had, uh, we had pre-gamed for several days in a beautiful, exotic Hendersonville, Tennessee. And uh, we went down there, and we hit it hard, and walked in our boots, which apparently are lead-lined to keep our feet safe from radiation. By the way, do people drink during Memphis in May? Do, do, do they drink? Yes. Well, it's like it's like. Do they not drink? What What do they not drink? They drink like fish.
2: Okay, I had an experience with with Memphis in May. You've lot, been there? Yeah, one time when I was okay. way back in college, and. I can't remember why I was there. I think I was there for some business kind of thing, and I was walking through it, and there was this guy on top of a Winnebago. He had no shirt on. He had a big two by four. He was beating it on the side of the Winnebago. He's standing on top of it. So you met the mayor. And he had a big board around his neck with a rope, and it said, "Show me your tits." Yeah, boy, okay. And I guess it worked because he was up there the whole time. Yeah.
0: Show boy. me your what?
1: Show me tits. your tits.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> That's the only thing I never I mean. thought of that.
1: We should have done that.
0: We need a Winnebago. I, thought, I think it was
2: a precursor to Girls <laughs> Gone Wild.
1: So we saw uh, uh, acts here and there, and then it was like uh, Saturday night, and the the um, act that we were looking for later on. Of course, the Blues Tent was great as usual, mm-hmm. but uh, but we went to see ZZ Top, and prior to Z, this is where we kind of screwed up. We got there early for the act before, which was Warren Haynes' government mm. meal. And we got us a nice spot, and we stood there, and the crowd closed in around us, and we watched Warren Haynes, and of course, as Mike, you know, if Mike were to have the one homosexual encounter of his life, it would be with Warren Haynes. <laughs> but <laughs> don't deny it, Mike. He's but, got there got, got a man. <laughs> <laughs> but Warren, of course, was was just amazing as usual. And and so Rick and I, said, man, we're in a good spot. We're not moving. Yeah. And so we stood there while they tore Warren down. They put ZZ Top up, and we're starting to do our little, you know, moving from one foot to another. And ZZ Top finally starts up, and they they were the last act of the night. So this is late. We've been on our feet all day. Were you moving drinking.
2: from one feet to the other because you had to go? No, no, oh, just because old, because old. old, and
1: it, and our lead line boots were hurting.
0: It's just a long time to stand in your ten dollar Walmart rubber boots. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah, it is.
1: So so ZZ Top came on, and man, it was it was everything you've ever heard. I mean, they were relaxed, having a great time because they had been there, and it was really cool because. Uh, uh billy kept saying uh, you know i lived here 18 years i lived right over there and he's talking about us and there's a lot of inside jokes and it was yeah, really it's like, good
0: i wrote this song on union street you yeah
1: know. yeah so it's like if you were from anywhere but memphis you would have no idea what he was talking about so it was really cool and they you know rick you said it's amazing that much sound Coming out, yeah, of one that band. much
0: sound out of three guys, kind of like uh, it's not quite like Rush. I mean, I think Rush is better for a three-man band, but uh, ZZ Top, they've got some great tunes.
2: And were they playing on the blue stage or just the rock stage? Oh, no, the main uh, stage.
1: Yeah, it was the main stage. Okay. Yeah, they were they were featuring and then, and and ZZ Top. You know, like he said, this is their second home. I
2: mean, they recorded at Arden. They recorded. A number of albums so of when you go in to in memphis so when you go to memphis in may do you have to purchase a ticket just to see the zz top or you just no? Go, it's, it's the just part it's ticket. open open yeah it's open. yeah you get your and we, had, we had
1: our three-day tickets and and so anyway we the zz top it was excellent i mean it was an excellent excellent show that's my first time seeing them live but i played that song that was one of my earliest zz and that's one of their older albums to grow de guayo um that uh, i remember riding around with my cousin what is it's like it's the sun setting the windows roll down eight track like, eight track oh yeah baby and playing fool for your stockings so that was a flashback song for me it was an awesome song i have those same kind and i'll of tell you before. it was nice
0: staying downtown Got to go and get a uh, bloody mary's in the morning you know and uh we hawked our tickets on Sunday because we were just tired yeah. and ready to go. We go didn't back even to have to Nashville. get out. So how much, did get out how much you get
1: for your car?
2: How much you get for your tickets?
1: Well, did we get? We got a little less than face value, but we we. So could you just, got to go to the thing for free? No, oh, no, 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 This oh, is like so, the third day, so we decided, oh, screw it. We're we're just beat. We're gonna head back to Nashville, and so we drive down the street, and in Memphis, a uh, 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 lot of the uh, urban community. Somehow, think they're going to make a lot of money scalping tickets. Right. Always have. So, so. we roll down the street. <laughs> we just pull over to the curb. We didn't get out of the car roll the window down. He said, you got tickets? They go, yeah, we got tickets. And so he may, make us an offer, and we haggle a little bit. And we said, if I could take the tickets, give us money. And we laughed. <laughs> and, uh, but ZZ Top was definitely, it was a closer for, uh, for this year. And then we drove back to Nashville. Uh, that was in the morning. We hit Nashville. When did we get here? Early afternoon. Early afternoon, and I took Rick to downtown Nashville. You mean you didn't take a nap? No, hell no. We were power. We were power drinking power. for days. This is, power. this is day five. Geriatric Jeez. power. <laughs> we were out
0: drinking until like 10 o'clock at night. We shut down a little boat club there at uh, Nick's, or uh, Dick's house. Yeah. Is so. that out
1: there on the Henderson on yeah, the Lake? the there? rudder. The infamous rudder. But, but before that, we made the rounds, and we hit, apparently, every happy hour. What were we drinking? We ordered these beers, nice crap beers. I forget what it was. And we're drinking them. They give us the bill. It was like $6. It's
0: like, right. Huh? Yeah, we had four really? beers or something like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like ridiculous. It's, it's like, like you're 75 kidding. cents a piece. Yeah. And uh, Rick is like, he was really impressed with how
2: they give the
1: beer away. Well, maybe they just
2: <laughs> made a mistake. No, no, worry. your no, waitress your waitress was looking for a big tip Uh
1: some, she did you a favor i can't even remember who it was but anyway we the the night proceeded and and we proceeded to get more lubricated and uh, we ended up at the rudder a floating bar with really really good beer so rick's been there alan's been there mike has not been there but mike promises he is booked to uh make his uh way to nashville on august 2nd through 4th and right mike that's right and what's you happening? should bring chris if he's not flying and what's happening on i might do that. we're gonna we're going on a fishing and drinking expedition oh, okay yeah you're welcome to join i might a have a lot happen. of fun and, and
0: anybody visiting nashville or hendersonville that you need to uh book dick pepper for a day of uh, a beer tour yeah i can show you a, where they
1: keep the
2: good beer and it's the a thing, good time
1: and the thing is it's it's not hard to find thank you the uh the the
2: mashville or Hendersonville?
1: no the good beers oh, okay. they're everywhere but that <laughs> and i'm regressing back to the conversation we were having that the craft beer movement uh in the u.s is just exploding and i'd love to get some of the other podcasters to to way back in i know our buddy phil has had gone down the food path and he's taking a break and uh i know that the beer report groucho and chud uh recorded a show and they promised to have it up probably be up before this one because they're a little better at doing what they say than we are and uh you know it's it's
2: continuing on well you do have the whole year to produce this show
1: that's right that's right we are going to meet or exceed one show a year because hey it's a streak we are now the longest uh, well now i'll take that back craft beer show jeff bearer those guys they predate you they're still they're still pumping out right are they?
0: no i don't i don't know i don't listen
1: to podcasts we, we anymore. should look yeah we well, should look does he
2: predate you or does he just have uh, more episodes
1: i think they passed us on episodes but they've been around
2: about the same amount of time
1: the the same guys most of the same guys are still hanging in uh a couple have fallen by the wayside you but could
2: just change the name of some of your earlier ones and republish them and cheat we should <laughs> but the beer safari it, it, network
1: is still strong
3: what what's the what's the couple up there where you are the 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 girl and the guy what, what's their names oh they the podcast
1: yeah, yeah they've been gone a long oh, time. oh no no uh, oh yeah yeah those guys the beer um yeah uh damn it i i, I hate being stupid but i have been drinking beer but uh yeah thought, they're they're gone i thought
3: they came back i thought they came back and started doing shows again
1: no uh-uh but they moved to florida and, uh, and oh, they, okay. they've they gotten out of, of that against a lot of podcasts and sure. uh and uh God, I feel oh. so dumb. Um, but but they're they're busy. They're still around. I'm still in contact with them. But they have got podcasts by the wayside. But our buddy Mikey Mason, comedy guitar. Uh, I, I hate bringing the word guitar in. He's a comedian, uh, funny as hell. If you hadn't Google Mikey Mason, if you have not seen him, but he has a podcast that he keeps uh, going. Mike is all over all over everything. Uh, social media these days and he's a guy that we definitely need to support and Where's he hopefully from? uh in indiana uh and uh muncie is is i think home base but he travels everywhere he's all over the u.s and uh he, he's he's an excellent comedian google him look him up and uh he loves a good beer and he is doing something what's it called a beer time machine or something like that we'll find out of course as usual we have no idea what we're talking about so um there you go so so uh, nobody else is drinking anything else. I'm still working on our holy sheet here. And no, it's, actually,
0: I have a new one here. What are you it's drinking, the, Rick? Uh, Vestina petch, which is a malt oh, uh, yeah. beverage brewed with peach concentrate.
1: No, it's a I, dogfish head. I, I have not had that, but I mentioned mm-hmm. I mentioned that. Uh, I know. But hey, Mike, you, you gotta start sending the love back, Mike. Yeah, and make up with make up with your girl. Come on.
0: <laughs> you, you know what happened here is uh um sam Calgioni he got all off in that doing the uh the brew series and you know they're pouring yeah. beer down the drain like yeah. every other week and...
1: yeah documenting how the dogfish effed up their uh brewing yeah
0: yeah i mean uh yeah. they they poured a 120 minute ipa down the drain and then uh yeah. like the episode before they poured another beer down the drain and you know, Is we're talking about millions of dollars worth of loss, and meanwhile, he's out pimping everything. And well, so I th-
1: and, and I think you're right, Rick. I think they kind of overextended. But you know, you you and I have met Sam, and he's he even just drunk as shit. He's still on. He's still- he loves to
0: pour his own beer. That's the thing I like about him. Oh, so yeah, yeah. people that get to the uh, Great American Beer Fest happening in October of this year in Denver, Colorado, as which, usual, Which Rick and I, will be uh, at- we'll probably get to meet the guy.
2: I mean, yeah.
1: and who is this guy he's a sam calagione is the founder of dogfish head and uh he, he in the beer community he's uh, he's a know, rock star yeah he is he's definitely a rock but you star. said
2: he poured a lot of beer down the drain
1: well because it it's it was on the show that he had was it discovery the channel that it was on
3: yeah it was discovery
1: yeah, okay. So Discovery yeah, it's Channel, a he, had, he had a thing. series. On, okay. And one of the series that showed how they screwed up something and uh I can't remember the So in other the, words the he said, I'm
2: not selling this, it's crap, so I'm gonna drop I'm gonna pour it down the drain." I
1: can't remember if he if he poured it, or if it broke, or it got infected, something happened. but yeah, they
2: lost it. it.
0: They didn't hit the gravity, and they weren't yeah. able to uh, get the it's quality the control. Yeah. Yeah. Up to and they're really dead, they they're
2: dead serious about making a good product. Well, that has to gender some goodwill. It does, but but like except Ripa with Santa, Mike
0: Bond, it didn't. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, yeah Mike could give a negative, rat's ass. Negative, negative.
2: <laughs> you would you would take that crappy beer that didn't meet gravity. Yeah. To make love to it. Now, Mike, Mike would Mike would go to, and
1: he he's not wrong. There are a lot of great beers out there, and he's got access to some of them. And I agree with that. But it's just dogfish is something that we like them. We like Sam. We like their beers and so forth. So that's why you know we're glad to see him coming
2: back. So how much work does it take for you guys to keep up with all the new craft beers that come out and say, oh, have you heard about such and such and such and such?
1: God, it's-
0: we work hard yeah
1: i I was gonna say it's no work because it's impossible
0: no we work so hard i
1: mean do do you you like keep up with all the statistics (laughs) every
0: time a brewery opens in boulder i have to go to it oh yeah
1: do you really do that
2: work
0: Mm -hmm.
4: now
1: well rick rick is in denver which is one of the three or possibly four beer
0: meccas in the u.s
2: what about fort collins
0: we call ourselves the yeah, uh, the Napa it. Valley yeah. uh, beer. So
2: I went to Fort Collins to pick up a car, and there was nothing but breweries and bicycles. Sure. That's I, guess. I
0: guess you're right not
2: allowed to drive there. And, because and women so who breweries. do not shave and, any of the things they brought, should. And probably
0: hippies, yeah. too. Yeah. Not in Fort Collins well, so much. Fort okay. Collins is kind of rural, but uh, have certainly down here in Boulder you get your hippies.
1: All right, so, Rick, here's a question for you. Um, Has the beer consumption increased decreased or stayed the same same. with the legalization of uh, marijuana in uh, in denver
0: well here's the thing about the legalization of marijuana in denver is you cannot buy or sell it so unless you have plants you you can just possess it (laughs) it's really not legal until 2014 so i'm looking forward to the day i can go buy myself a little J or whatever you know and
2: You mean you Enjoy actually it, use that stuff? Why
0: not? It's legal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: and you can get a prescription. Really easy.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't done that. I'm not gonna do that.
2: No, I know. You told me that. You're not gonna fake but, an but injury. But you have but you have friends. You're not gonna who, be like a uh, soccer player and fake an injury just to get a J. It's
0: like, oh my back. Yeah. No, uh, I'm not gonna do that, no. I'm You're stressed just gonna gonna
2: do out it for the pure sensation. Yeah. Yeah. How okay. does how does
3: I've got da- I've got anal I've got anal glaucoma. I can't <laughs> see my ass going to work
0: tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I like that.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of that going
1: around. Anal glaucoma. That's but awesome. come on,
0: I grew up in the seventies <laughs> listening to Pink Floyd and uh ELO and all that, you know, it's like
2: It's the only way I'm you can listen sh- to it. I'm really.
0: not shy about it.
2: How does how does uh the taste of beer if you're gonna review a beer if you're under the influence? i inject. would not
0: review a beer if i was yeah
2: how does it affect the taste of beer about about the whiskey. same way as two
1: gallons of rum punch does oh you forget about yeah. it you, don't, yeah. you ruin the forget beer it. i okay. was yeah, told i had this beer so anyway all right so
0: yeah Mike, it's not something i do often are,
1: what are, I mean, are you and chris drinking anything new
0: racer
3: 5 ipa
0: okay I republic
3: that's
1: right yeah, that's right you song. asked me
2: offline
1: that was my very first craft beer hundred years yes. ago.
2: And it took you guys seven years to just now try it? No, no, no,
1: no. I had that long. <laughs> you did. You, that was I your did. first. No, We've we,
2: we drank many of them yeah. uh, so over you, the
3: years. And uh, yeah. uh, I'm very fortunate. Chris uh, is a private pilot and he flies all over the country and he can go out and grab these beers and bring them back. Oh. And across uh, state lines
0: so, without paying tax.
1: For a bounce. Yes yeah yes. that's right technically we yeah, could rat chris out me. and put him in a hard prison shower yeah. uh anal rapage uh, scenario because it is a felony to bring beer into tennessee without paying the tax. i do
2: hear the it. faa will allow soap
1: on a road but chris it. don't worry we will not rate you out and no one listens to this podcast so you're safe
3: you're saying yeah, yeah. i yeah. i'm completely ignorant of the law <laughs>
1: that's right which is a, a that's that in tennessee that that'll get you out right there i didn't know yeah, that's what I was thinking right there if you're he meant to say
3: he meant to say ignorant he meant to say ignorant
2: ignorant all you have to do is claim you're a democrat and apologize and you'll there get promoted you that. there that's
4: you go now,
0: I was going to say, uh, nobody listens to the podcast except the NSA who are watching your keystrokes. That's right. And type. big shout out. Bomb.
1: Big shout out Terrace. to the NSA. That's right. Hey,
0: hey
4: Everyone's using keywords.
2: This beer is the bomb. It's it's a terrorist beer. It really kills me. That's right. <laughs> uh, don't say <laughs>
0: I see where you're going with that. Awesome. I see what you did there.
2: I'm just messing with those guys' heads. Yeah. I'm going to make them Pull take up. time out to listen to we- every episode of the Big Foamy Head Podcast. There oh, you dude, go. See, a favor.
1: we we could if we could collect our IPs, we could show that this is the most listened to uh, mm-hmm. podcast uh, within the government
0: yeah. by the NSA.
1: That's right by the NSA.
0: Or the IRS. Well, I, I, I've been
3: waiting on. I've been waiting on y'all for a long time. Y'all been talking about everything. I drank all mine. Chris still has a little bit. He might give you a review on the Racer Five Hundred. All right, Chris,
1: step up, bitch.
3: What hey, do you think man. about the Racer
1: Five Hundred? <laughs>
3: Said,
2: bitch.
1: <laughs> Bomb. This, this Razor 5, like everybody else
3: knows, this is probably one of the better IPAs out there. Except, like Rick out there, the the old De- the Dale's uh, Deviant
2: Mer- uh, Mercen- Mercenary is about the best one out there.
1: Mercenary.
2: I think. What? The, the, the Mercenary?
0: I don't know
1: that one. I don't know. From, from uh, Dale's, from Oscar Blues?
3: no is, from odell's odell's up in, up in michigan right no
0: they're they're
2: up in your neighborhood i, I think they're out of uh out of, right uh, they're out of
0: lions, and then they've got a, well, a, a what call. you
2: it? you oh. have never had a mercenary
0: no i don't think so no well i would suggest
3: you <laughs> run out there right now yeah,
1: and i, I suggest you drive your ass up there right now
0: Hey
3: guys, this this beer is a uh, real real you know it's just a really good hoppy beer and and I I can't uh, I can't say enough good things about it. It's one of my favorites, one of my top five.
1: Is it uh, uh? It's classified as a pale ale, right? Not an IPA. It's
3: actually it's actually an American IPA, is how it's listed on their website. Okay. Uh, they use Chinook and Cascade, Columbus and Centennial hops, and uh, really, I mean, just hoppy, 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 baby. Well, guys, I'm going to have to end this uh, deal. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you invited me in.
1: All right, let's wind it up. Rick, what was your? Uh, you only had two beers. What did you enjoy most?
0: I had three. Yeah, but right. uh, I certainly enjoyed my taste by or enjoy by oh eight oh two thirteen. Very hoppy, solid IPA, fresh aroma, fresh uh, hoppiness, and not overly bitter. So uh, get you some.
1: Yeah. All right, Mike, what would you and Chris like?
3: Uh, We liked them all, man.
1: (laughs) I know. know. It's not like, it's not really a contest.
3: Well, uh, Racer Five's good. I'll tell you what, I did like that Rampant. I like to try new beers. I've had Racer 5 a bunch. The Rampant being something we've never had uh, was very, very good. I recommend it. Uh, if you like hoppy beers, you'll you'll like
0: the rampant. It's very, very good. Mike, you coming to the Great American Beer Fest?
3: I don't think I'm gonna do it this year. Uh probably uh put it on the schedule for next year.
1: Yeah, we're trying to get him to Nashville first. Yeah. <laughs>
3: All right.
1: I'm gonna yeah, say from a, a beer, uh, from
2: a beer from a beer tard perspective, the longer the podcasts go, the better the earlier beers seem to taste. So like which
1: one which one did you uh
2: Well what I'm saying is is that maybe I can't remember exactly what they tasted like the first time, but looking back they seem like they taste better now.
0: <laughs> so the first beer was the best beer you started off with the uh, dogfish a 90 90. Yeah. Out of a uh, stir-pump glass. That's
1: no, right. I, Everything has been consumed. Too. They taste better when they're in glass.
2: No, I'm just saying just like girls look better, the beer tastes uh, Okay, better. your recollection has My been My recollection, <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: The more beer we pour into you, the better it is. But
2: I tell, Yeah, that's true, but I do like Holy Sheet. i, I, I got to
1: give that one, man. Holy Sheet, you guys got to try Holy Sheet. That's it good. is age. Who makes the Holy Sheet? Uh, well, see, I'm trying to figure it out. It says heavy C's on the label. But looking on the back, it says Clipper City Brewing Company in Baltimore, Maryland. Well, com. But this is uh, Belgian Abbey Ale aged in brandy barrels. It's really good. It's got a great taste. You know we love the bourbon barrel aged beers. Well, this is brandy
2: age. It's really tasty. Out of the three we tasted, that was the best. Uh, and sure. that
1: and I, I'm I'm saying that's my favorite too. And I love Dogfish Diney, and I definitely love Lost Abbey and anything they put out. But this holy sheet was uh it was a game changer. It was good. I loved it. For the NSA, it was the bomb. It was the bomb. bomb. Kill me. me. Terrorist bear,
2: it, it kills me. me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. <laughs> Akbar. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one too. Okay, yeah. there you go. <laughs>
1: Death to the infidels.
3: Okay. All, <laughs> All right. Let's it. wind it up.
1: And uh, we'll see you next time. Drive
3: safe. Thanks. See you. All right.